0: into the presence why don't we grab a seat here this morning as we come around the word of God I love that new song Holy Spirit breathe that he would breathe a new in me what a beautiful thing and it's what the Spirit of God does he takes us to new places he moves us forward in life and just always be open to what he would have for you to move you forward for your life for your future and uh, we are excited right now to be in this series on uh, next step. Your next step could be taking somewhere on there, uh, their first step or part of their next step. And uh, I've just been really thinking lately about how grateful I am personally to the Lord. So grateful that I was once lost, but then I got saved. It was a long time ago for me. It was actually in 1989 that I received the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. But ever since then, I feel like I'm completely walking out the promises out of the Word of God as I see God's goodness and His faithfulness continually go before me and work out for me. And I'm just so grateful for my own salvation. I grew up here in Sydney. I actually grew up in church and I'm really grateful for my parents that would, uh, would take me on a Sunday morning, week in, week out to the house of God, because what that did was it gave me an, a great opportunity on a regular basis to hear truth. And as a young man, I just knew what I was hearing was nothing but truth. I knew in my heart of hearts that God loved a little boy called Hartley. That he sent his own son Jesus Christ to die on a cross for Hartley. And as these truths started to embed deep on me, I had I just had no other choice in life but to hand my life over to him and receive him as my Lord and Savior. And I did that one winter's night in 1989, where I actually woke up out of a dream that really kind of scared me. It was a dream that I can still see parts of it quite clearly in my, my mind, even as I speak here this morning and as a young boy, it, it kind of scared me and it, it had to do with some, some guns and kind of death and all of a sudden I found myself just wanting to know 100% that if I was to ever leave this earth anytime soon, and thank goodness it's going to be a long time, but as a young boy I was like, I want to make sure 100% I know where I'm going. So I hopped out of my bed in the middle of the night that night and I I got to my knees and I said a prayer to God. I said a prayer and thanked Him that He sent Jesus for me. I thanked Him from the bottom of my heart that Jesus would die for my sins and I said I was sorry for them and I knelt down by my bed and I received Jesus Christ as my Lord. I put Him number one in my life and I've followed him every day since. It's my story. I wasn't a wild boy at the age of 12, I was kind of a goodish boy, but I still needed saving. I still needed saving and that is my story and my story is one of the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God. And do you know what? Others need to hear my story. And can I say each and every one of us here, we have a story. But it's not just a story just for us, it's a story for others. Because when that day I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour, when I received the truth of the Gospel, it was never meant for me to hold on to. It was always meant for me to then tell others about. And it's the same for each and every one of us. The Gospel. If we're a follower of Jesus Christ here today, it's not just for us, it's for others. And we need to tell others about it. And if you haven't received that salvation miracle in your life, later in the service will be your opportunity. You see, what is that kind of next step once we receive Jesus? It is to take others on a journey towards Him. And do you know what I love? That we can all do this. Some of you might be here today and you hear that kind of word, maybe evangelist, and you kind of, your knees start to shake and it's like, ah, I'm like the furthest thing from that. Well, the great news is, Everyone loves a story and people want to hear your story, people need to hear your story because your story of your miracle can lead other people to one day experience the same miracle in their life. But let's not hold on to this. If we had the key to the cure of cancer here today, of course we would pass that key to every single person we knew that had that terrible disease of cancer. We would pass the key for their healing. Well, we have the key to eternal life in heaven. Let's make sure that we're also passing on that key to other people as we interact with them, as God leads us to them, as we see them in our worlds. Let's make sure that we know that there is a core to not only just be about our own worlds, but to be about other people's worlds. I was reminded this week in another meeting about how many people leave the earth each day, and it came down to, it's pretty much currently right now, the figure is pretty much two people every second leaving earth. People leaving the earth. Now, unfortunately, there are a lot of those people passing who aren't making their way to heaven. Let's be part of the solution to see more of those people, more of those people making their way to heaven. Let's be a church who is dedicated to it, who pray into it, who stand together into it, pray for each other's families, pray for each other's friends, be a church that we're like, we're going to make a difference because there are far too many people. Heaven, 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 there's just too many not making it there. Let's be part of the people that see more and more and more and more people make their way to eternity in heaven with our lovely, loving Lord Jesus Christ. And it's a call, and I love that we can do it together. Even Jesus, you know, he he talked about heaven a lot, but he also talked about hell. And we don't get up here on the stage and, and preach into it too much. But I think sometimes just to be reminded that the place does exist, that we might just get a little bit more urgency to go into our week sometimes to know that we can make a difference, that we can be part of seeing someone pulled out of the dark place and brought into the places of place and that is heaven, that we can be part of that and we can do it together and this is the purpose of life, this is the purpose that we all need to have and purpose is great to have in life and you might be here today and you're like, kind of, you're a bit cloudy about purpose, like, what is my purpose? What should I be doing? Shall I be going down this road? If you just have that purpose on the inside of you of, as I do life, I'm going to bring others under faith in Jesus Christ. I tell you what, it doesn't get higher than that. It doesn't get grander than that. It doesn't get better than that. That'll carry you through so beautifully in life. Recently a survey was done of some people in America who lived to 100 and uh, in the survey this guy was trying to find out were there common denominators about why people would live a lot longer on average than others. So as he started to, to, to make contact with these people, he pretty much came with one thing. Now obviously those that exercised and ate well, that was a help but he said it came down to one thing that he saw and that was these people lived with purpose. They lived with purpose And I just love that our purpose can be the highest purpose of all time, the purpose of leading people to Jesus. And I love Paul in the New Testament because he was captured by the eternal. It says this in 2 Timothy 3.10, But you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. I just love that Paul's purpose in life was so clear that he knew the other people around him knew what his purpose was. I love that. It's a good thing to be reminded of. If, you, if someone went and asked your 10 closest people and said, what is their purpose? Wouldn't it be great if they just all came out with a very similar answer and it was all about this kind of stuff, about the eternal, about, about loving and caring for people and, and delivering them Jesus Christ? Wouldn't that be a great thing? And, and that's what we can have. We can have this on the inside of us, this clear, this wonderful, this significant purpose of moving others towards eternity in heaven. And it's a great thing to do it and do it together last night uh we had a really cool thing happen in my family uh my seven-year-old son jesse uh played rugby last year and uh, he was tossing up rugby or soccer this year and uh he had a moment of just heaven falling on him and he chose rugby yet again thank you jesus and uh and uh, his side uh, was actually invited to p- play a game at Allianz Stadium last night before the Waratahs, the New South Wales Waratahs, came out for their game, and it was like, it was like a really exciting moment, and uh, we drove in there, and uh, he was so excited. It was just a beautiful kind of family thing, seeing the excitement on a young boy's face running onto this massive stadium, and, uh, and what I loved is That that whole team, now last year he played and two years before that he played and every game of rugby he's ever played, except for backyard rugby with dad, has not actually been tackle, it's just been like, they call it kind of uh, tag, kind of like two hands around the hip, it's considered a tackle. But last night, with never playing an actual game, it was his his side's first chance to go and play tackle. And what I loved, what it was just like, It was like it was instinctive within all of these young boys. They just knew that tackling was how it was meant to be done. They knew it was about getting down, driving other bodies hard into that turf of the Allianz Stadium. And, uh, you know, but what I loved was they, they were there and they knew their purpose was to get the football and cross the line. And there they were as a team doing it together, making sure that they did all that they could in their power to get the football across the line to score a try. The purpose was there. Church, our purpose is before us, and we do it together. There's not other things like between uh, all the other things that we do in life and we do as a church, the highest purpose, and there's daylight between them, is to take others on the journey to faith in Christ Jesus. And we can do it together, and even right now, We've got another meeting happening in Bankstown. We're trying to reach people there. We've got people in C3 Kids right now. They're telling young children, just like I was once a young kid in kids' church about Jesus. There's people up in the the older age brackets of C3 Kids. They're hearing the gospel in there. Our youth most Sunday mornings are hearing. We're about telling people about the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we do it together, and it is our great purpose and it's something I think we just got to sometimes get the passion going so we can do it really well. And I can tell you here this morning, do I say that I nail being someone out there in the community, always being bold as a lion, telling people about Jesus, laying hand on the sick? I've got a long way to go. But I'll tell you what, I'm committed to the journey. I'm committed to getting deeper into this myself. I'm not here before you saying, oh, I'm doing this beautifully out there. I want to do it better. I've been walking a strip of streets lately, and this hasn't happened yet, but I actually believe that I'll lay hands on the sick in this strip. This is a strip of shops, like 500 metres from my place. It's near a whole lot of housing commissions, and there's people there, and they need Jesus. And I'm praying right now that opportunities would come before me to be bold, as bold as a lion, to pray for people, to lead people to Jesus. I'm praying into it. I feel like the ground there is ripe. But I'll tell you what, we've just got to step out sometimes. We can't ever get complacent. We've got to keep moving forward. And I know that's how we are meant to live. I love Paul. like He just carried this stuff. And uh, in the end of, uh, coming towards the end of Acts in Acts 20, he says this to some, uh, he's downloading some final words to some leaders uh, from Ephesus, he's never going to see these guys again and he says to them in verse 18 of Acts 20, and when they came to him he said to them, you yourselves know how I lived among you the whole time from the first day that I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility And with tears and with trials that happened to me through the plot of the Jews, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public and from house to house, testifying both to Jews and to Greeks of repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And verse 24, But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish the, my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. I love this. I love that he didn't shrink back. He kept moving forward. He kept progressing Let's be a church that moves forward. Let's be people that progress all the time, wanting to not just be satisfied with our personal walk in Christ, but wanting more of that. Wanting to never just be satisfied in our knowledge of the Word and things of God, but progressing in that. Not just be satisfied with maybe the few people we've brought to church before, but keep going forward in that. Paul just kept going. He, he said he, he spoke in the public, but then he went house to house. like He was covering all bases. I'm inspired by that. There he was, Paul proclaiming to the crowds but also going house to house house to house because he had to get this good news out it wasn't enough he could have missed some people maybe they weren't in the crowds but he wanted to make sure they all found out about the truth so we went house to house and I just think we can be people to make sure that we're covering our bases and what I love about us as a church us as a group is there's people that you will get to this week there's no way some of our people in the front row will get to There'll be service stations around Sydney that you will walk into this week that I will not be in. There'll be cafes there'll be schoolyards, there'll be workplaces, there'll be universities, there'll be shopping centres. If we were to go around this room and we had a map of Sydney and we worked out where we were going to possibly go this week, you know, I'd be a little bit in Dundas and maybe some shops in Ermington and maybe over in Dundas Valley and the kids up at Ride and there'd be a few spots and maybe I'll make my way into the city and northern beaches one morning and but then I thought if we go through person after person, where will you go this week? Oh, put a little fire down there because someone's going to go to a service station at Prospect and oh Mick's going to be working halfway around uh, the the state with uh, his job and he'll be uh, DY down to the Sutherland Shire up to the Central Coast and we could go through and I just think how many lives we can have contact with this week as we go out. It's not just church on a Sunday in one location. It's the church within us. It's the gospel within us going out into our worlds, into people delivering the greatest message of all time, the greatest story that's ever been told about someone who loved them so much he sent his own son for them so that they can spend eternity in heaven with them. And I just love that we get to join in with some of the heroes of the faith to continue the story. Because some of them aren't with us anymore. Paul's not with us anymore. But we've got us, and we go together, we go forward together to try and deliver this greatest message. I love Luke 19.10, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Seek and save that which was lost. This week, why don't we all seek and save those who are lost? Because we can do it. We can do it together. We can spread this mighty good news to ears that need to hear it. They need to hear it. And Jesus, he was all about the people, Matthew 9:35 to 38. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease amongst the people. But when he saw the multitudes. He was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. He was moved with compassion. Where's your heart today for the lost? Is it in a place of compassion? Because I think that's one of the greatest places to start. And in a busy world, in a busy city, in a hard-working city, sometimes we move so quick and so fast and we're so focused on things in our own world, we forget to slow down and look at those that are weary and they're scattered. And they need us to start in compassion and then take steps to reach out to them. And sometimes in a city like this, you think, oh, you know, there's a lot of people and they've got their beautiful homes and they've got their nice cars. Can I tell you, nothing fills the void that there's in their life that Jesus Christ is there to fill. We need to be the people that help to spread this news and move them on their journey, take them on their next step. They don't have it all. They don't have it all. We need to save this city. So how do we do it? How do we do it? You might be here today thinking, oh, Hartley, yeah, evangelist, I can't stand that word. I feel like that's the furthest thing from me. I love what it says in Timothy about we do the work of the evangelists. What's that? That's pretty much declaring the good news of the gospel. I actually think if we break it down like that, we, we can all do that in our own ways to the people that God has entrusted to us. But I would say we start by praying. I think prayer is critical in this. We start by praying. We start for for praying, maybe for the for that heart, that heart for the lost. We start praying that you have a heart of compassion when you see someone living out of relationship with Jesus. You start praying into that. You start praying that your heart would be broken with what breaks God's hearts. We start praying into that, and then we start praying for opportunities. You know, when we do that, God moves. If we say to Him, God. You Use me, open a door, I pray that today you'd move, that somehow you'd lead me into a a circumstance or a situation where I I get to share my story or or get to invite someone or just start praying into it as we pray, God hears and we can believe that God will move. We start praying, start praying for your neighbours, start praying for people, get specific sometimes. Pray that they'll be drawn to Jesus. Pray that blockages to truth will be released. Pray that their hearts would be softened to hear and receive the love of God. Pray that their paths would not only cross with you but other believers. Let's start be a church that is praying into this and praying for people. Believing, believing with all of our hearts as we pray, things will start to happen. Things will start to happen. Pray, pray, pray. We had the most significant prayer service here on Tuesday night as we came together and and God moved amongst us and it was so anointed, it was so powerful. But I know as we even do that sometimes corporately, we are, man, we are setting up for just great days before us. We are setting up for, for God moments, God encounters, God interactions. We can do that corporately and we can do it in our own lives. We pray. It's the one thing I think we can do. The second thing is to make sure that, uh, that we share. Share what God has done for you. Share your story. Find the opportunities to tell people about what God has done for you. How He moved in your life how He healed you of sickness, how He uh, set you free of that, how He saved your soul, how you have confidence in in your eternity and and death doesn't scare you like it does to a lot of people because we we stand on the rock, because we can be confident that after earth is heaven and that's where we're going. They're, They're things that sometimes people don't carry and sometimes we forget, but just us sharing that can really help other people. Can help because a lot of them don't carry that confidence. They don't carry that, uh, you know, that, that side of eternity where they know where they're going. And we can just share our story sometimes. We've prayed into a situation, we found ourselves sitting down with them, having a coffee with them, having them over, and we get to share our story. Share. Share what Jesus has done for you. Maybe say to them, Have you heard? What do you know about Jesus? Some people. Know just about nothing about Jesus Christ, and we can be the ones. I heard a great story from one of our great members uh, in our service here this morning. Andrew over Christmas. I, if I get the story right, he had he'd been away up the uh, up the coast and. Uh, He'd put his wife on a plane to get home to Sydney a little bit quicker than driving the car down with his boys and got stuck in a whole lot of traffic and found himself a 10-hour trip back to Sydney. was uh, unfortunately turning into a 17-hour trip and uh, his boys uh, are young and they were getting weary and they were getting tired and uh, I think he turned to one of them and uh, as he was going down roads, it was like no accommodation, everything was full, it was like Christmas holidays and I think he turned to one of his young boys and said, you better pray and we need God to answer our prayer and as they're praying and they finish a prayer and I think his boy says it's going to work out, his phone rings and turns out someone had rang him and he speaks to them and he says, oh look, we're struggling, we're on this freeway, we can't get home and we need somewhere to stay and I think he had a friend or a brother who owned a, some form of kind of campsite and anyway, next thing they know, Andrew and his young boys are at this beautiful campsite able to rest their head and get a good night's sleep. And as uh, they're checking out the next day, there'd been someone working at the campsite that uh, Andrew was kind of drawn to as he was telling the story, if I remember it right. And Andrew actually got in his car and started to come back to Sydney to see his wife and get the boys home. And he, he drove and after about 10 minutes, he felt the call to turn the vehicle around to go back because he felt he had to tell one of the young guys at the campsite about Jesus. So he turned the car around, he drove back, he wanted to get home, who knows when you kind of want to get home at the end of a holiday, and even 10 minutes that way, oh, and then you've got to get 10 minutes back and then you've got to get out of the car and do something and get back in the car, it's, it's putting things back, but... Andrew felt that, that tug. He, he felt that call. And if I get the story right, he, uh, he went up to the gentleman and he, he didn't have a lot of time, so he went straight to it and said, Do you know about the gospel? Do you know about Jesus? And, and started to tell this young person about Jesus Christ and told him, Did you lead him to the Lord? Did he, s-? he said the salvation prayer. Can we give Andrew a bit of a round of applause? I love that. I'm inspired by that. Open to God, going into someone's world allowing God to move through us this week, this month, this year, who knows how many hundreds of times God might place us in a situation, in a circumstance where there is someone and they are weary and they are scattered and they are without a shepherd. And guess what? We can be the one to lead them to the true shepherd. We can be that one. I'll ask the band to come. And, and thirdly, so I think we should pray into it we should be ready just to share, share your story, share about Jesus. And then sometimes this can be just so powerful, just simply ask them the question. Ask them, hey, you free on Sunday? I'd love to take you to my church, I'll pick you up, we'll have lunch afterwards. Hey, we've got this event, it's caught every woman and it's when all these women get together and it's on a Wednesday night or it's on a Friday morning and we we have a cup of tea and we eat beautiful sweets, and we hung out, and we, we have a great speak, just ask the question. If we don't ask, we won't know. But if we ask, believing that God is moving on lives, and I love as a church that we have great things to ask people to come to. We had a men's breakfast yesterday. They're good things to, to, to bring people to. There's uh, things all over our calendar. There's one next Sunday at 12 o'clock, it's called our healing service. And if we would just ask people, as we see people this week struggling, hurting, in pain, let's just allow God to move, invite them along. I was at uh, one of my daughter's dance uh, uh, dance uh, practice, like, just before the last healing service. It was the Saturday before last one. And as I'm there, I'm in the back of this kind of whore, And I see this gentleman walk up some stairs and he was struggling. I mean, this this gentleman was struggling to move. And as he kind of left the place, the the lady who runs the dance school comes to our church. And as he walked off, she turned to me and said, he's coming to the prayer meeting, the uh, healing meeting tomorrow. I'm like, that is awesome. She said, yeah, I've I've invited him. I was speaking to his wife and she was sharing, he's been out of work for like seven months. And I was telling him about our church and how there was a healing service. And guess what? The next Sunday as I'm out in the foyer area, I see the family walk in. Now I hadn't met him, but I'd seen him the day before. I ran up, I said, hi, I'm Hartley. I did see you yesterday at dance with your daughter and you're here for the healing service. And just as I turned around, there was Libby running up to greet her, this family. And bring them into the service. I think it was later on that afternoon I saw a video on social media. And who was in the video? This man was in the video. And there was footage of him moving freely, moving swiftly up and down here. I had seen him with my own eyes barely make it up this slight ramp and up about five ch- steps the day before. God moved on his life why because someone in our church decided to ask decided to put out the invitation we have this would you come let's be a church that asks let's be asking time and time again finding the opportunity finding the place finding the spot to invite people invite people in they might come and they might not be used to some of the things we do in church they might be used to an organ in church or maybe that they're schooling. That was their experience. It is okay because God is here and the Holy Spirit will do the work. God will touch them. They will feel what we feel. They will feel this presence of God as we invite them in. So let's be inviters. Let's be people who just ask the question. And there's so many things we do. Let's just keep asking. Ask them to your connect group maybe one of the C3 care services would suit them, I don't know, just find out where they're at and maybe there's just a link there somewhere next Sunday night at 5 o'clock we have a pastor from Auckland, New Zealand called Jade Membrae. and she has a story to tell us it's a story of her growing up in an affluent family, actually in church and then completely turning her back on the Lord going heavily into both taking drugs and being uh, heavily involved with uh, drug gangs in new zealand heavily involved so far so far from god but then she had a mighty god encounter a mighty god encounter and even as i'm saying that here today maybe you're like man i know someone who would love to hear a story like that she'll just be telling her story she'll be telling her story maybe that's the right moment to say, I'm going to invite someone to that. that. That would work for that person. They would they'd probably enjoy hearing that story. There's things like that on all the time. Let's just, be, let's just be thinking, who can I pray for? Who can I share with? Who can I ask? Who wants to do it, church? Life's too short. I'm 40 already. It's too short. It's going too fast. Let's just do it together and let's grow in this together. Let's grow We've all got somewhere we can go in this, including absolutely myself. I've got so much further to go in this part of my world. Being someone always inviting, always asking, praying more for people, people that need a saviour, people that need to have Jesus as their Lord and saviour. So, Father God, why don't we just pray? We just thank you, Lord. Help us to do better at this. Help us all, Lord, because you are the key to eternal life in heaven. And we just pray as a church body that we can move together in unity, all doing better at this, standing with each other, praying for each other, moving together, that we would truly see this light of Jesus Christ that is so evident in this place spread all through the week, God, week in, week out, all over this city, God, that we would be like little firecrackers on fire for you out in cafes service stations shopping centers schoolyards workplaces universities lord god sparks lord god sporting events father god wherever we find ourselves nurseries wherever we are lord god that we would be like little firecrackers for you just ready to step out in faith in boldness and move someone closer to a relationship with you, God. Help us.